This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Matt Williamson, we're in the lovely, lovely this is Bridgeville studios. Yeah, very nice in here. We love it here. I, and, I uh, glad to be back in town. Um, yeah, a little bit of a strange. Nobody should ever have to travel to Kansas City. What's the dilemma? Two I mean, weeks, two times in, in a three-week span. It's not easy to get to, huh? You can't get there directly. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, this you time flew in like blizzard time too. This right? time of yeah. year, there's there's snow conditions. Port, well, it might be the worst airport in America. Um, really, you've been to a for, lot for a major city to have an airport that tiny. Is it really that bad? Um, is it just super crowded? You remember the old Pittsburgh airport? Old Pittsburgh. I mean, I guess. Yeah, this is like that. Only work. Like there's just there's it's just there's old n- and dirty. There's no restaurants in it. Wow. There's no food. Wow. At Kansas City, this isn't the middle of nowhere, right? The Green. Uh, I've been to the Green Bay Airport, and the right. Green Bay Airport is nicer and bigger and bigger. Wow. <laughs> So is it? I mean, it has gates. Yeah, it has airplanes coming in there, but <laughs> does it back up like crazy then too? Well, there aren't that many people coming in and out. Yeah, be. but I would. But think. on our flight, like we had to fly through Atlanta mm-hmm. to get back, so there are probably four hundred people on this flight to Atlanta. Okay, because they're all flying somewhere else too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you walk in, there's like one little gate, and there's like. 20 seats there okay. <laughs> and everybody's squashed in together, everybody's right. squashed in there's nowhere to eat every it's, it's just you can't bad. go get a beer or relax or get out of the way it's the worst airport in america they are good. building a new one it's supposed to be open in 2023 hopefully i don't have to go back to kansas city before that is built might not <laughs> I mean, playoffs are possibility I playoffs guess, will be or, a possibility yeah, so, they uh, could, but they could, they could be the, the Chiefs same are not scene. on the steelers schedule next year right i guess 23 they could be if they're both the same First, you know, first seed, second seed, whatever. But by but, then, they'll have a new airport. Yeah, I guess they'll have a new airport. Yeah. So I remember I tweeted, I actually, the, the last time we were there, and I think it would have been after, th- I can't remember which time. I've been out there a hundred times. I'm sure, like. yeah. They play each other. Um, But I tweeted out something about there being no restaurants in the Kansas That's City airport. to me. That's the strangest thing of the whole thing for me. And somebody from, the, they, they're very cognizant of pe- the fact that people don't like their airport because it's a crappy airport because i'm sure they hear airport. about it a lot right. so i get a, I, I tweet back from the uh kansas city airport twitter, oh really twitter uh, thing saying giving me a list of all the restaurants that are in there but you walk around there they're so not yeah, there yeah, they're yeah. not okay. open none of them are open <laughs> okay. there's there's See, spots thinking... where there used to be restaurants okay <laughs> so there's yeah i'm sitting here thinking like an entrepreneur i'm like why isn't TGI Fridays just open the only one and everyone in the world will go there? There's no not even, I mean, it's just, it's awful. Yeah, it's that's bad. no good. And it's far, it's way outside of town. So when we got there. Oh, it's a far commute then once you land. It's like, the, it's like the, the same distance as the Pittsburgh airport is from the city. Mm-hmm. Um, But like we, we, we landed on Saturday. Yeah. The, the hotel that we were staying at didn't have a shuttle to the airport because it was. Okay. It was, it was called an airport hotel yeah 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 but it was 10 minutes from the airport and they didn't have a shuttle running they said they said they'll have one february 1st oh good (laughs) they'll be back up and running and 
So we tried to get on Uber. We couldn't get a car rental. Couldn't get a rental car there. Because it's that busy? Or well, that's just all, that's, all, that's all over the country now. You can't get rental cars. Right, right, right. Uh, so you try to get an Uber. None were available. Mm. <laughs> At the airport. At the airport, right. Like, that's good. Try to get a taxi. None available. None available. At the airport. <laughs> Walk. Yeah. So I'm starting, you know, we started, we kept trying. On like our fourth try, we got an Uber. Okay. Wow. I so, mean, it was, I'm, I'm, we, we were there for 20 minutes on the ground waiting and like, what are we going to do here? We're going to do. I mean, we'll be living like Tom go. Hanks in the uh, in the thumbing. Kansas City airport <laughs> with nowhere to eat. Um, two notes, I guess, on that. Done traveling for the year, though. That's, done tra- that well, works, bro. You got more traveling to do. Yeah, but more. I mean, games are done. Games are games done. Games are yes. done. Um, and we recorded yesterday's show via Zoom. So if it had a little different sound or feel to it, we that did. was why. And we told everybody, but that was a little different. For I was us. in my life. Hotel yeah, in I was in my City. basement. You know, you were so, in your basement as usual. So no complaints. Well, we're back. Yeah, and, we're back. Uh, and we'll be rolling along. Plenty to talk about today. Uh, Mike Tomlin holding his uh, postseason wrap okay. up. Um, when will he talk again? Like, is that usually Mike for, Tomlin for a will while? not speak again until the owners' meetings? That's what I thought I in mean, March. I mean, even if they fire staff or Ben retires or. They trade for Russell Wilson. I mean, we'll probably will not hear from Coach Tom. The next person, well, we'll, we'll hear at some point here within the next couple of weeks. I would assume Art Rooney will have his season wrap up press he conference. Does that, right? He always yeah. does that. Uh, but largely, the way th- the Steelers work things is that Kevin Colbert now becomes, which makes the voice sense. of the Steelers. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, that phase of the organization is is now, and it's not game day anymore. It's not game prep anymore. Kevin doesn't talk during the season. Mike right, Tomlin right, right. is the is – the, That's good balance. That's how yeah. it should be. That's why those two get along so well. It's the yin and the yang. Yeah. Right, exactly. So um, it is dealer offseason, though. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. The, it, that. it is offseason. Uh, Mike Tomlin talking today about, you know, just the disappointment of having to talk today. True. Uh, um, you know, that's always uh, – they're going through their exit interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, said he's, been, you know, been talking to the younger guys first. Uh, okay. Save some of the veteran leaders uh, for later in the week. Uh, mm-hmm. He talks to the young guys and potential free agents first. Okay, makes sense. I and mean, then deals with the the veteran guys because they know a little bit more about what the Cam what's expected. The yeah, at the, at the end that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a big deal though. You it know, is. Think about if you're a rookie. I'm thinking even like the Norwoods and Loudermilks, and you know, not even the first round guys. The they put in a lot of work, you know, really contributed as the season goes on. And then you get to sit down and have a one-on-one with your boss's boss's boss, you know, in a way. And the guy that makes all the decisions. And my hunch, and I'm sure you have some insight on this, is he'll tell you, hey, your man coverage stinks. Or, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's not all hugs. He's very, and, he's very blunt. We need you to improve on this. Yeah, I don't You need to put on 10 pounds. You need to lose 10 pounds. Time. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, you did a lot of good things, but... Here's the critique. Otherwise, why do them? You know, right. it's, not, it's not just a big hug session and, you know, you're great and everyone's wonderful and we have nothing to worry about here. But you have that one-on-one. That goes a long way. Yeah. And, you know, Mike Tomlin said, you know, he he he, he meets with everybody on the roster mm-hmm. um, and goes to – they also meet with position coaches. I say I'm sure he does they with the staff. The, yeah, right. they meet with the, you know, the training staff. Okay, here's – I'm dealing with this. Okay, here's what you need to do to – Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and we ran fi- into this that we didn't expect. Or, yeah. you know, how do we overcome that next time or, you know. Everything every year is a little different. He was also asked about well, both coordinators, um, as expected. Uh, he said that uh, Keith Butler has talked about this being his last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't sat down to formally approach that subject. Yeah, but it's not a done deal or anything. It's expected, expected that. Yeah, yeah, this. I mean, this has been kind of all season long that uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, Butler was probably going. I knew his contract was up after the year. Yeah, you know, and, and so usually those guys run two-year deals. You usually another. They do the coordinators three-year deals. The coordinators are three. Yeah. Good point. But usually position coaches and scouts and things are on two-year deals. You know, so. Uh, not unexpected. I'm sure they saw this coming for two years now, really. Yeah, and uh, quite frankly, I mean, you know, Terrell Ter- Austin has been with them now for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons I believe he was brought in was to be the coordinator in waiting. Makes sense. Yeah. People talk about, well, the Steelers, bright, they, they're know. just going to hire somebody from the inside again. You make When you make <laughs> hires— Everyone you, hates that for some you reason. You do this with an idea that, okay, we're going to—you know, this guy is our potential— Replacement down the road. Kind of grooming them. Yeah, you're grooming them for that spot. And oh, by the way, it's not like Terrell Austin has been a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Yeah, right, right, He sat down for head coaching interviews in the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, this is a guy who's who's highly regarded in the NFL. He's from the Erie area, right? I know he's- He is from Sharon. Okay. I mean, up in that neck of the woods. I actually saw Terrell Austin play basketball in high school. Did you really? I went to the- they They used to have a tournament. I don't know if they still do or not in- it's called the Hoyle Tournament in Sharon. Mm, okay. And my dad took me when I was in eighth grade. We went and, and, and watched the, the games. They have they would bring in the uh, high school all-star team. It was like a McDonald's All-American team. Mm. So and, and Terrell Austin was playing for the local all-star team. Okay. Uh, he played at Sharon High School. And the other t- the, one of the, the, the team had I still have the, the program at home somewhere. Uh, Pearl Washington, oh wow, um, Dallas Comagees, and there was who's the other one? Walter Berry. Wow, the, and they like, were all like first round picks. Yeah, that, this was in the early eighties. I remember, and I'm I'm watching these guys then in, in college the next few years. I'm like, yeah, I saw them tour when they were sixteen or whatever. And <laughs> Austin played deal. against them. Yeah, I mean, he must have been a pretty good hooper. Yeah, so. and Austin played football at Pitt. And yeah, know, um, yeah, yeah. So he, he doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. Yeah. I'm sure, but my. One of the first things I ever did in the football world was I was just volunteering with Joe Butler at Metro Index, and they had the, uh, you know how they do the four games. It was then at Three Rivers, yeah, you know, for the high school, and he was on Michigan staff and sat there in the super box with us. I guess he knew Joe well, and people everyone knew right. each other, and he was very impressive back then. He was a real young guy, and I remember two or three people kind of be like, "Keep an eye on him. He's an up and comer." You know, yeah. like yeah. Pay, pay attention to that guy, you know, yeah. kind of telling me the right people to talk to and not to, you know. Right, right. Um, I asked him about Matt Canada. What, that one's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and he actually kind of gave him a little vote of confidence today. Really? Uh, you know, I, I said, you know, your look, your offense averaged 26 points a game last year. Mm-hmm. You averaged 20 points a game this year. Yeah. It was obviously a problem to, over the course of the season. And he said, I, you know, I have – I have faith. I believe in Matt Canada. Okay. I believe, you know, I I, I believe that that uh, you know he is he can he's part of the solution. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, you're right. I, I think you know it, he went on to say there were some ex, you know extenuating circumstances that we all know. There absolutely are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the I, tough part to weigh in this whole equation. I, I don't mean to sound disrespectful to Ben Roethlisberger, but we everyone listening watched him play football this year. And I think it's really difficult to evaluate a head coach that knows his quarterback's pretty much washed. And how do I coach around that? I think it's impossible to evaluate an offensive coordinator and schemer based on he may have, and I'm not making excuses for Canada. The offense was bad this year, and he didn't, I mean, he was. He didn't do anything to fix he it. He didn't fix it. Yeah. Right. I mean, so we, we saw that. I'm sure a lot of people are going, oh, my God, how could you bring back Canada? Are you crazy? 
I'm sure him and Tomlin have sat down before he was hired and all through this and like, hey, I have all these ideas, but our quarterback can't do them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just the end of the that's, – that, that's the facts. I get you know? it. I, I've been torn on this one. I don't know how you evaluate Day by day. Yeah. yeah, I know. It, it, it's tough. My only thing is you've got a young offense. Yes. So you now you've got a coordinator. Okay, he's got one year's experience at the NFL level. As a coordinator. As a coordinator. Yeah. You could get by with a first-year coordinator when you had the 18-year experience sure, at sure, the quarterback sure. position. That makes sense. Now you don't have that anymore. Now you don't have that. What's that, going, what's that going to look like now? Okay, he's got – Canada now has 18 games of experience of calling plays at mm-hmm. the NFL level. Is that enough? Right. It's a good point. Uh, I really do think there's two sides of the coin with him. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely something. I, I, I don't know that there is a, a good answer. I think the only person who really knows – is Mike Tomlin. Is Mike Tomlin, which is the, the person yeah. you want to know. You know, obviously right. it's his decision. Um, he, as people know, he's considered a mad scientist, a very creative, outgoing schemer. We didn't see any of that. Any of it. I mean, really. Right. I mean, even if they practice it and whatever. I mean, a jet motion here and there, folks, is not creative Matt Canada <laughs> scheming. I mean, he's got, I'm sure, notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of stuff he wants to do. And I'm sure when he was hired, all that stuff was addressed. We like those ideas, you know, and maybe our next quarterback is going to run as well as Lamar Jackson. I I don't know. I I mean, I I have no idea what style of quarterback will be their next quarterback, or we need a couple things to make that happen or, you know, whatever. So I I don't think he's got a chance to show us his cards yet, to be honest with you. But it also wouldn't be the worst opportunity to say, blow up that whole side of the ball, and totally start over. I would yeah. understand that, too. I mean, I, I just think if it were me, I would at least look to see who's available. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you have to do that in the right fashion. You know, yeah. There's, there, put it this way. There, and the coaching world works that way anyway. Yeah, there are you know? how, how many NFL caliber coordinators just got fired. Exactly, exactly. Now, there's reasons that they got fired, but mm-hmm. they're but they're available. And there's the up-and-coming ones, too, you yeah. know, like – I, I always, yeah, at a couple of years, you know, with organizations and late in the seasons, good or bad, all the assistant coaches' doors that used to be open are closed. You know, I mean, these are human <laughs> beings that are exploring different options, how to move up in the world. And if you just sit around on your hands hoping for the world to call, you probably aren't going to move up as aggressively. And the other thing's true, too. If you're just an organization just saying, well, we don't need to look, we got the answers here. You're crazy. I mean, you should at least see who's available. All these guys are very well connected, especially a guy like Tomlin. I mean, has a million friends in the league who then say, well, my friend that I worked with is really, really good, Mike. You should try him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, coaches, one of the sayings in the coaching world, and true for scouts, too, is getting fired is wonderful for your career because then, you you know, you, you worked with 15 coaches they all go somewhere. It's the Kevin Bacon effect. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Everybody's worked with Kevin Bacon. Right, right, right. You'd be like, well, I worked with him in Pittsburgh. We all got fired, but he's really good. You yeah. know, and so you just network like crazy. All yeah, nobody in the coach. There's, there's not a, a pyramid coach, scheme. Not a coach out there who hasn't been fired at some. Right, point. right. There's no shame in it. You right. Know, it's like, yeah, we got. Bill like, go Belichick got fired. Right, exactly, exactly. Andy Reid got fired. Right. I mean, it's it's coming for everybody. You know. Yeah. I mean, so. You know, you, you you network like crazy. It branches out like crazy. Boy, that offensive line coach back when I was at Akron was really, really good, and he can vouch for the other guy who wants to bring with them. Well, let's interview him, you know. Yeah. Um, 
Tomlin also, this, again, not surprising here, but he's, he was asked if if you're working on the the uh, are, are are you going into this off season with the idea that Ben Roethlisberger is retired? He says, yeah, we're working under that assumption. Of course, I don't sure. think there's any assumption. He's they, they, right. the, all the things that they've done the last month, right? We it, all know. He said that he's, yeah, right, right. he's done. You have to respect <laughs> him because he's going to make the official announcement. Right. And frankly, I bet when he does. There's going to be a little joke in the room when you guys are all there, like, oh, wow, if I didn't we're see even, that if, coming. If they right. even have a – it may just be Ben Roethlisberger announces a reti- his retirement. Yeah, exactly. Game. Right, right, right. I mean, just in a release. We all celebrated it. I mean, um, frankly, if he wanted to come back, they probably wouldn't tell him. If he changed his mind all of a sudden, it's like, no, we're moving on. You know, I mean, it's time to make a change, yeah. you know. So, no, I don't think that's going to shock anybody. No, not at all. Um, the quarterback hunt is on. The quarterback hunt is on. I, I asked Tomlin. You know, I said, "Look, you've you've had 15 years of never having to do this before, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what's that uh, what's that like for you?" And he said that uh, I'm excited about the challenge. Those of us that are, are competitive are. It's a challenge. It makes you uneasy. But I've learned to run to those challenges. I learned to appreciate the challenges. The uncertainty surrounding them is inspiring to me. Yeah, I think that's the only way to look at it. Is we nothing lasts forever. You prepare for this day, and people are probably out there like, well, they should have prepared by drafting a guy last year or whatever. I'm like, well, they prepared by opening cap space and give themselves cards in their hand to play to go get right. people that they need. So they knew this was going to be is the biggest offseason in the last 20 years. You know, I mean, that we can remember every year feels like that, but this one's truly different. I mean, there's, and they have different resources. He was also asked about the report. Uh, out there from uh, Jay Glazer that uh, he would prefer to have a, a a veteran quarterback taking over. He says, he's, Look, I, I'm, I did not express that to mm-hmm. anybody. Um, he said, I'm, I think it's prudent to be all, uh, all of the above in terms of, yeah, yeah. you know, draft, trade, signing somebody. Sign, right, right. Um, you have to weigh what's available in the free agent market and the cost of acquiring it versus what's available in the draft. What's the best mix for us? And that makes perfect sense. I mean, it came out a while ago that well, Tomlin would prefer a veteran quarterback. To me, every that rem- coach in the league would <laughs> <Right>. prefer. <laughs> that reminds me of Ben's rookie year when Fanica's like, "Do you want the rookie quarterback? No, I don't want a rookie quarterback. I want to around the block. I don't know what I'm getting in the in the the uh, the, the rookie." So, of course, he'd probably you, prefer it. If you ask the guys on the Jaguars roster, right, right, we're right. excited uh, about playing with Trevor Lawrence this year. He's number one draft pick, right. number one overall pick, Mac Jones. Or would you would you rather have had? Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. You'd probably say, yeah, we'd rather have Jameis Winston. I know who he is. Yeah, right. right. You know I know exactly. He's been who around he is. the block and he's played. You know, so yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and again, I don't think any of that's breaking news or anything like yeah. that. I I could see, you know, a lot of different coaches in the league. Sean Payton comes to mind. Uh, Carroll in Seattle comes to mind, saying, "I've about run my course here. I don't. I'm not starting over with the first round pick because." That's where I'm at in Especially my career. Carol. Especially Carol. I mean, you're, you're 70. Question. You know, you're, you, I mean, there's you, even rumors. Peyton, he only has one year on his deal, and they're talking about it. Maybe he'll even go to Dallas this year. I mean, that's a, a something I've thrown out there. We've heard that every, forever. Every time. Yeah, out there, right. You know, he's tight with the Jones, you know. But, you know. I think his agent plays that up or something. I'm it, sure. Yeah. I guess he's super tight with the Jones family, super tight with Parcells, all those guys. But whatever, you know. Um, but, yeah. I mean, who – if you're thinking about hanging it up, and no, Tomlin's not, do I really want the next five years to be a rookie first-round pick? 
uh, that's not for me. You yeah. Know, if you're right. go it that can route, be a struggle. Then, right, right, right. It can be a struggle. Um, you know, m- not many quarterbacks come in like Roethlisberger did. Oh, right, right. And yeah. Most are misses. Yeah. You know. Uh, he was asked about quarterback mobility uh, because so – this is the thing that interests me most. During the bye week. style of yeah. quarterback. The, during the bye week, he, he went out of his way to talk about uh, how he looked at how quarterback mobility and mobile quarterbacks affect things on possession downs, on third downs. Sure, at sure. The, at goal, money at the goal line, the yeah, money right, downs. Right. He said, and I quote, Man, quarterback mobility is valued not only by me but everyone. It's a component of today's game and increasingly so. Sure. I mean, he's seen it through the opposite perspective of having to defend it. Yeah. And what do we got to do against this guy, man? And we're not talking about Lamar Jackson-type runners here. He's the rarity. I mean, he's the unicorn. A Joe Burrow-type runner. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's the average quarterback today in the NFL. Right, there it is, the average. I mean, I think there's, unless it's an exceptional prospect, Mac Jones isn't an exceptional prospect, but he's not the mold of today's NFL quarterbacks, of ones that have come out recently. Um I really think you have to have a baseline. I think Burrow is probably above the baseline. He's a pretty darn good runner. But I would like a Burrow-type runner, not necessarily athlete. Athlete and runners aren't necessarily the same thing. Right. I want a Burrow-type runner or better. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, People unless he has re- exceptional other traits. Yeah. People are going to read that quote or see that quote or hear that quote and say, oh, the Steelers are going to want Malik Willis. Right, exactly. Like, oh, he ran a 4-6 at the Combine. He won't be for the Steelers. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they want mobile guys that can extend plays, and if you turn your back in man coverage on third and eight, they get nine and slide. You know, right? That's, you know, that's it goes a long way, extends drives. To me, again, that that's one of the things that was the most pleasantly surprising things about what I saw from from Mason Rudolph this year. Yeah, it's better it, than he scrambled advertised. a couple of times and and yeah. you know ran because we didn't see that in 2019. We've talked about no, that where no. I think he was told. You do not run. Mm-hmm. All we have behind you is Devlin Hodges. He's a guy that shouldn't be in the league, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. So you do not run. You throw the ball away or you you know, do whatever you have to do, but you're not to run with the football. Mm-hmm. And well, he's still learning the yeah. speed of the game and all those things, too, at that point. No, I, I agree. I, I know there's been a lot of reports that Rudolph's going to be the, the quarterback and all that. I don't think anybody knows that, by the way. There'll I, be, I, there'll, it will be a competition. I'm sure. There's, they're, they're not, even if they draft a guy in the first round, there will be a competition, and Mason Rudolph will be a part of it. Unless they trade for Cousins or Carr or Wilson or somebody that's I just established. Don't, and I don't see I that don't happening. that'll happen either. I, I just I don't. don't see it. I mean, this is a team, people are talking about how many holes. Oh, they, they need to, They need a, all kinds of stuff here. Well, if you need all kinds of stuff, you're not trading for one of those guys. Right. It, I mean, I could understand Wilson or Rodgers. They're special players that, that would be deodorant for your holes. You know, I mean, they would <laughs> Take out however you want, but you're but you're not um, gonna but you're you're hamstringing yourself, right, with your for the ability, future without question because you're gonna have to give up. I mean, like a cousin. Matthew or a Stafford Jimmy. was two first round picks and a third. Wentz was a one and a three, yeah, and he wasn't good. Darnold was a two and a four. He was and he hadn't done anything. Period. And like these guys are cards going to be two ones, right? You know what I mean? Um, cousins has such a terrible contract that might be like take his contract and give us a four. But he, then you got to pay him thirty eight. I don't think it's going to be a. I, I still think it would be at least a two, maybe a two. You know, right? Because he's a quarterback. Jimmy's probably the cheapest, but but could be. But he should be because <laughs> he <right>. stinks. <laughs> like Jimmy and Cousins to me aren't the answer because no. you got to pay them. You know what they are. They come from systems that have like the best running games in the league, 
and they play off that. If you're going to throw them in here and say, turn all everyone here into a star, that's not who they are. Well, let's talk about that more in the next segment. Yeah, so because that cost I, you I, and cap space. I'm being asked now, you know, what, what, what do you see the Steelers drafting? And I want to talk to you about okay. the, the Cousins thing that you just brought up in my thought of um, wide receiver. All right, let's do it. So we will do that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.